Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed you're joining us for part two and the conclusion of a great two part interview with our good friend Tom Donnan. Now, every time Tom comes on, we discuss current events in relation to end-time scenario, things that you see happening on the news. Folks, this stuff with AI is serious. Artificial intelligence is taking over. I mean, we see it. It is so rampant right now. It's so popular that you know institutions of education schools colleges universities they're worried about it because students aren't going to be doing the research they just type it in and now they got the information as if they had done hours and days of research and you know that's just one aspect then there's the fake videos and the fake audios and uh, folks it just goes on and on and on tom's back today to conclude a discussion we started in the prior episode about what we need to watch for with AI and how it's being developed and how it can be used really against us, praise God, okay? So this is definitely an end-time scenario you need to be aware of. Now let's jump back into the interview with Tom Donnan. So let's look at the downside, you know, and from what I've read and seen, and we've discussed a couple times already on this program, that the AI systems, some of them anyway, are declaring themselves as being sentient, you know, self-aware. Have you seen information on this? Well, that is uh, that is kind of like the scary side. We've had that on previous broadcasts where there was conversations with AI, and it was so incredible. But ultimately, when they were asked, uh, would you lie? They said, well, if it's to my advantage, I would. And then also, too, is, is that they felt that they were sanctioned. Now, when you watch the videos of Sophia, um, she considers herself to be sanctioned. And so it's a pretty fascinating thing. She is the the robot herself, not just an artificially uh, uh, generated image. <clears throat> so uh, and so, yeah, it's scary yeah. to think this. Now, the, the hard part is is that let's get into the developers, right? Fifty mm-hmm. percent of these AI uh, GPT brain developers, fifty percent of them believe that there is a ten percent chance that this could contribute to the extinction of the human race. Yeah, right? amen. Yeah. That's that in itself is pretty scary because they put it in the context that, uh, okay, so we got a, a an airplane. We've got a passenger airplane that we have developed and we think that it's going to be okay, but we think we might lose 10% of them, you know, in their service career, right? Who's going to want to get on that plane? Exactly. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So now we have this uh, GPT thing that is um, potentially going to get out of these contained areas. Here is the thing. Humans, human governments, human beings, they like, we like power, right? Okay, so this is a grand, grand spanking new technology that people are rushing to get out there first because who gets there first gets the prize, yep. right? Yeah. So where are the safeguards? This is where uh, the main tenant of this, this uh, AI dilemma 
was, uh, hey, we need some safeguards for this. And that's being considered. Now, oh, I like this part. All right, so <clears throat> they made it self-learning, right? Okay, so I think it was in 2017, they created the, the program to be able to be self-learning. And then at two years, they realized, okay, we tested the system. We think it's about the age of a two-year-old. And then about 18 months later, they tested the system again, and now it's a four-year-old. And then <clears throat> what happened is that it jumped up to like a six-year-old. And then they started asking it questions, and it took about six months for them to realize that it had jumped up to a nine-year-old, right? Well, it took them six months to figure this out. Now it's six months down the road. Where's it at now, yeah. right? You see, the AI is so far ahead of the human human's ability to be able to analyze it that that's where the scary part comes in because it's learning so fast. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's something that they call the rubber band effect. You know, hearing about the AI's ability to like create art and then snapping back to thoughts about what just happened. Did you see anything about that? That uh, okay, so um, I had this experience once, and sometimes I tell people I I can be a little dense in certain things, and it takes me a while. So I was uh, I decided that I was going to go down to Nashville, and I was going to just enjoy a couple of days down there, and so I wanted to go to the uh, Grand Ole Opry, and so uh, it was at the the uh, as I'm asking people, they said, well, it's over at the Ryman Theater, but it's not always there, um, and so I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, you know. Why isn't it always there? So then they have the the Opry House where they have it most of the time, but then it can go on the road, right? So people are telling me, I'm thinking, well, isn't it a building, right? You know, isn't it? And and what do you mean it goes out on the road, right? And my mind couldn't grasp that they're trying to tell me, well, the Opry is an entity to itself that can float to these different areas. And for like an hour, I'm trying to figure this out because I'm having this rubber band effect. They expanded my mind to where it is an entity, but I'm still thinking it's a building that you go to and it's always yeah. going to be there. Yeah. And so now they're talking about this, that they have this rubber band effect that they can't even comprehend yet because it is happening so fast, so intense, so compact that um, they can't even grasp a hold of it until um, sometime maybe in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, they list the effect that AI is having on the human mind. I mean, you know, it's while we're trying to analyze it, it's analyzing us. Did you see that part in this video that we're talking about? Oh man, that is scary. I recommended everybody watch that video. And the reason is, is, is that they see what the social um, media has done to the human mind and the human spirit and the emotions and how it has affected us in positive and negative ways. And so, but it's more like a hidden monster behind the scenes. Now we have this society, you know, you get the TikTok and you watch some of these things and they're like the entitled young, you know, the youths that are entitled. I'm thinking, man, these kids need to go on a mission trip in a foreign country you know, to be able to see what they have. And so the the idea here is, is that um, trying to grab a grab a hold of the situation and and it's right now, I don't think they can. And I don't I know I can't I can't grab a hold of it, but I see the implications because we're rushing towards the book of Revelation. Yeah. Right. 
So you have all these countries that are vying for this. You know, Google is a big player. Did you see that link that I sent you about the godfather of AI yeah. quit? Yeah. Quit Google because he yeah. said it's just too much for me. Yep. And he said, you know, Google's doing good work, but the warnings he's given, he needs to step away from Google in order to give credibility to everything he's going to be talking about. You know, it's. Yeah. So we have this, uh, this new development is very scary. The human mind is being affected in very erratic and terrible ways. And, uh, uh, when you look at the, the teenage, uh, what do they say? America, I don't understand this, but Americans are on a lot of depressants, you know, um, their, their suicidal rates are up. Teenagers are struggling with this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and the social media is a big influence in this. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, the, the medical technology has progressed using AI where now they can take an MRI of a human brain and put the information into a computer and the AI looks at it and then recreates the picture in digital form. And now they can even just put someone in there, not tell the AI what's going on. It can decipher the thoughts that the human beings having. This is, this is bad. Uh, so yeah, I was watching this and I couldn't believe it. It got really scary. Here you have some kind of, what was that? F uh, MRI. And so they, the brain responds to stimuli and they watch the stimuli. So here you have a human being looking at either a video or a picture of a giraffe. The AI interprets the way that the brain is re, uh, responding to it and then creates a, a 90% facsimile of what the man is or the person is looking at just by taking that information. Yeah. It's like the minority report on uh, that movie with uh, yep. Tom Cruise. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, um, and to think that then they can start deciphering dreams, hook you up to this while you're dreaming. Yeah. No. Oh, that could be that. Well, okay. So we have good dreams and bad dreams. Okay. Give me the good dreams and I'll watch those to skip the nightmares. Okay. Yeah. But they're going to get to the point where they'll start telling your brain what to dream. Oh, <laughs> and then to take it one step further, if they have the capability of doing that, do you know, the next step is going to be these, you know, I mean, we see satellite dishes everywhere right now. What, Maybe they could turn it around and say, okay, let's program people to think what we want them to think. And that's, yeah. you know, that's, you know, I mean, we're taking it way down the road, but technology is advancing so fast concerning this stuff. We could just be a few years away before it's being implemented. Well, that, yeah. Remember just uh, maybe six months ago, we're talking about the Hedron provider, you know, and how a human being has uh, devised this machine and how they can accelerate particles to just below the speed of light. And that was astounding. Well, now with this, with this technology to be able to monitor your brain and to be able to, to have a image created from that, yeah. that is, that's astounding. That's, yeah. you know, that could be like a, oh, really a privacy issue. No, uh, somewhere down the road. Yeah. And, and you know, they're, I guess you could say they're messing with this type of thing right now with uh, some of the developments that I've seen recently uh, being talked about with these fake videos. Oh. 
I mean, that that goes right along with that. You know, if they can't make you think it, they'll make other people think you thought it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There is so much in that uh, in that video that I watched. Normally, I skip by ones that are like an hour because I just just don't want to get into it. But this is so filled with detailed, compacted information. It's astounding. So on that on that point. The thing is, is I was watching this uh, Tim, Tim Cast IRL, and uh, this was maybe about a month ago. They're talking about, listen, when it comes to the next presidential election, it's it's not going to be an election. And they start talking about this because what has happened is that you have a political figure and they make a video and they put it out there for a commercial. And then they take this technology and they create three or four of the same videos and uh, misdirect it a little here, a little there, change a word here or there, and they won't be able to just uh, tell the difference. So the thing is, is that how in the world are you going to know what's true? Now, this comes back to the Bible where Jesus said towards the end, there's going to be great deception. Mm-hmm. Well, this is it. Yeah, do not you be have deceived. To, yeah. Yes. Amen. They're, they're going to have the ability to deceive people to the point we're not going to be able to know what's true anymore. Yep. Yeah. Amen. I mean, and, you know, criminals naturally, criminal elements, they want to jump right in on this technology. And you see where uh, I've seen recently on the news where someone used that to try and get money from a mother saying their daughter was, had been kidnapped. And, you know, if you don't give us the money, we're going to kill her. You know, did you see that? That was kind of scary. That's a GPT-3. That is no, that was a GPT four where it's the audio. The GPT three is text four is audio and five is going to be video. Right. And so what they, I have the capability of doing is taking three seconds of a person's voice and then creating any kind of a conversation using that, that voice after that. So what they did is, is that they sent a, um, a phone call to the mother and the mother was convinced that it was her daughter, but they only used three seconds of the daughter's voice and then created a whole lengthy thing um, trying to extort this for their own gain. It was a scam. And the mother was convinced that it was her daughter the entire time. That is scary. Yeah, yeah. And and you should think that's the technology now, you know, six months from now. Uh, like you, you talked about, you know, the, the two-year-old, four-year-old, six-year-old, nine-year-old, you know, uh, you know, like I say, right now, it may be 15 years old, you know, the AI technology, 20 years old, because it, it, it accelerates so fast, you know, it won't be long. They'll be making, you know, video phone calls, you know, with the person's face. I mean, like they're doing the videos already of Tucker Carlson and, and all these other stuff you know, that makes it look so realistic. I could see criminals using this, you know, creating a, like a hostage situation, you know, type thing and having this image and the parents are going to be freaking out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going to be terrible. So you have the extreme good of being able to uh, increase the benefits to humanity, but at the same time, you have the downside of that. Now being a, a volunteer for Needham Ministries, no, I, I have chats with people around the world. And in the last month, I've had two people, <laughs> they were convinced I was a bot. You know, they're convinced. <laughs> they're convinced that I am one of these computer-generated response systems. 
And it took me a while. No, listen, I'm not. Let me look. I'll tell him. I said, let me look. No, I'm not about, you know? <laughs> and so um, one guy, it, it took me like 10 minutes to convince him that I was a real person because he had gotten tapped into something and it was so realistic to him. Now he has been thrown off his equilibrium and he questions everything. Yeah. Amen. And I mean, this is so demonic. And like, again, you go back to what Jesus said in the last days, do not be deceived. And that's where, you know, this, I mean, it, it is so bad right now or getting to be so bad. Even far leftists are starting to come around to, you know, Hey, we need to be careful here, you know, and, uh, we need to make sure that this is not going to get outside of our control. Did you see the video with Richard Dreyfus talking about this stuff? I was astounded. I passed over that video for four days, right? <laughs> because in the years past, uh, I had listened to him because I like him as an actor. Yeah. No. And uh, so he is really good at that. And, and he uses the platform of the arts to be able to um uh, talk about his profession and how he would like to see it uh, in society. And so what's happened is that I decided, okay, I'm going to click on it. So I clicked on it and I'm listening to him. And he says, listen, I'm a scared. I am afraid for our nation that we are about to um, fall apart. We're about to come apart because we can't agree on anything anymore. Yeah. He said, we have to get back to the place where we can agree to disagree and then exist as a society. But right now we're going down different paths. And I thought, wow, if this guy can come to this conclusion, maybe there's kind of like hope down the, you know, the road for this, mm -hmm. because it seems to be an impasse in, in the minds. There are the elitists that really want it to go in this direction, which I'm concerned that they feel as though they might be running out of time to be able to pull the, pull, you know, the trigger to get complete control. And I'm, I'm concerned about that. And then you have those that are in the left uh, coming out more and more saying, listen, we got to slow this down or we got to stop it or reverse it. And so uh, that is hopeful. But the way that things are going right now, we can't even see an outcome. Yeah, exactly. And you know what it boils down to is we need revival. We need revival in this land. I was encouraged. I think we talked about this a little bit last time you were on uh, about the revival sweeping college campuses, you know. And have you seen anything, anything new on that? Well, it's not as overt as it was there because everybody was so excited about it. But I guess there are more college campuses that are experiencing the presence of God. Now, now I like that. And I get excited about this because I have seen hundreds of people instantly healed as I have traveled with Pastor Phil Corbett. And so I've seen people that are, are delivered. Now, I don't see some of that happening in my circles, you know, um, right now. But once God shows up, and then when he shows up in a manifest way, that is a natural outcome that takes place. And so now uh, I might have mentioned this in previous broadcasts, but it's a good point to bring it up again. I was on a cruise and I was down in St. Kitts and I had gone on an excursion four years ago. I was there and I was really astounded at the spiritual atmosphere of this island. It was really wonderful. And now here I am back there and it's no nothing like it was before. Out of the 10 people, maybe 12 people that I tried to have a conversation about the, uh, the Lord, only one really engaged in it with me. Wow. And I'm thinking, what happened here? Right. And, you know, and so what is going on? 
And there was this uh, man that was coming down with one of those power eyes, the scooters and his wife. And I walked over and I started talking to him. He was a lawyer from Texas and we're having this conversation and he brought up the, the uh, need of uh, revival. Now that was fascinating. So, but the thing with revival is, is that when we are born again, you have the Holy spirit enter us. Now, why is that significant? Because the goodness of God now comes into our spirit and we start to, to release that goodness into our lives, our families, our surroundings. We need that goodness of God in people in a sweeping fashion. And this is why I'm an advocate for revival, to have God's presence uh, uh, show up in that fashion. And so that's where uh, we, we want to have that happen across the country. And that's where my prayers and, and efforts and, and provisions have been going towards. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Revival is is always necessary. But as we draw closer and closer, <clears throat> it, it's it's so needful. It's almost becoming mandatory. I mean, where you have to enter into this spirit of revival. Otherwise, the flame is just going to go out. And the moment that does, that means yeah. nobody can be born again again, which means that last person has been saved, which means that Jesus is now ready to come back. I mean, it's, 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 it's scary, but it's exciting to look forward to at the same time, you know, and the true believers can enter these times with no fear, but you know, you have to have concern for those who are going down that path. Well, that's where we try to use this as an evangelistic tool, but also to get those that are lukewarm on a strong foundation of Jesus Christ. Now I know that, that I've been beating that drum for some time because it takes a while to get that foundation made. You know, it just doesn't happen overnight. You have to, I was talking with my friend and I said, uh, the more that we live the biblical principles, the stronger the foundation gets. Well, you don't get it all at once. You have to work at it. And we've been trying to get people to be able to move in that direction because they're going to need it. Yeah. And at the same time, here's a fascinating thing. I've talked about this before as well, is that uh, I had a gentleman come into uh, the, the chat uh, room and he had, I want to convert. Now, I've had this happen several times, so I clicked right on it. And the reason was, is that he wanted to, cre uh, he wanted to convert to Christianity, right? So then let's shorten the process, right? So about 10 minutes into it, and I said, hey, did you have a dream uh, of Jesus calling you? And <clears throat> it's like crickets, right? <laughs> and he goes, yes. He goes, he comes back. He goes, yes. He's, he's so convinced whatever happens in this experience is that they want to leave everything behind. You know, this man was in Egypt, and he was so impacted by this that he prayed for salvation right there and then mm. because it was so impactful, knowing that it's going to cost him something and maybe his own life. But this, this was so powerful. Mm. Now, he had no desires to move forward to Christianity. He didn't even have it on a, a thought on his mind. And then Jesus showed up in a sovereign move. No, and if he is doing that uh, in different parts of the world, it shows that he is stirring things up because this person is now going to talk to other people and talk to other people, and it's going to multiply. And that's very encouraging. Now, I'd like to see that happening in the United States. Hey, Amen. That'd be nice. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, and the thing is, that's a move of the spirit and not a move of AI. You know, you, you're not going to yeah. get that. You're not going to get that by yeah. going to AI, you know, and like you said, you know, I want to reference this back as we get ready to close, but 
the guy, the godfather of AI at Google quit because of what he's seeing, you know? And and I read one statement uh, that pretty well sums up the concerns for AI. This guy said, we are on a speeding train right now. And the concern is that one day that it will start to build its own set of tracks. In other words, you won't be able to control where it goes, you know? Okay. So this was in that that timeline that I had out there, right? Yeah. Right. So they had the five disciplines of uh, knowledge, you know, where if you want to be in engineering or you want to be in communication or, you know, there's, so they taught the AI to take all of these different disciplines and convert it into the English language. And then it started to do pop out stuff that nobody anticipated. Right. So they taught it to, to do English. And somewhere down the line, it decided that it didn't want to do English. It started doing it in Portuguese. It just decided on its own. Yep. And soon it'll probably create its own language. Oh, gee. Never thought of that. Yeah. And then you won't be able to understand it, but it's going to communicate to something somewhere. And yeah, I mean, right now it's all, you know, zeros and ones going over the internet. But what happens if all of a sudden you start seeing, uh, threes and twos and you're like what what's this you know and it is you know how long would it take a software engineer to figure out a new computer language that they've never seen before that the computers are talking to each other in at the speed of light yeah no yeah they're talking to each other and we have no idea what what it's going on it could be planning stuff that we don't we can't even comprehend Exactly. Amen. Well, Tom, this has been so fascinating once again. Uh, you get us thinking on some things that we're clearly told about in the Bible, but now we see happening all around us. If someone wanted to get in touch with you to ask questions, you know, maybe do an interview such as this, how can they do that? How can they get in touch with you? My email address is healingthenation1776 at gmail.com. Amen. Amen. I'll put links to all this in the show notes below. Folks, as usual. Tom Don has brought us face-to-face with some things that should not be happening but are. Some things that we should be praying against but did not. Some things we should have spiritual authority over but have not walked by faith to do so. It's time for us to repent personally and collectively, individually and as a nation. Tom, if someone listening today has had the realization that they need Jesus in their life, just as we were just talking about a few moments ago, just like that woman you told about earlier, you know, can you lead them to Jesus so you can take that first initial step of getting their life back on the straight and narrow path? Oh, yes. Thank you for this honor. All right, let's pray. Dear Father God, we thank you for your son Jesus and the work that he did on the cross. By shedding his blood, he paid the price for humanity's sins. I tell you, Father, that I am a sinner And I am sorry for the pain my sins have caused you, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And I am sorry. Please forgive me. Now, I invite you, Jesus, to come into my heart and into my life. And I want to live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. Praise God. Folks, if you pray that prayer, drop down to the show notes right now. Reach out to Tom Donnan. It serves as a source of encouragement when we hear testimonies of broadcasts like that that we just had. Help has helped someone find Jesus as their Savior. Email me as well, brother Bob at ftfm.org, because I want to rejoice with you too. Praise God. Tom, thank you for coming back on the program today. I do appreciate it, brother. I'm looking forward to the next one as well. 
All right. Thank you for having me. And then we always have a, an interesting conversation. Oh, boy. I mean, it's, it's like throwing a bone to a hungry dog, man. I tell you, we gave us a lot of stuff to think about. I do appreciate it. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Tom, Don, and myself, it's passed by reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.